siren. It's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 158 of Movie Toast News and Reviews, the movie show that we give you reviews that may be weeks old or years old. Dennis, how you doing today? I'm feeling months old, if I'm entirely honest. Uh, oh. Maybe not years. I, I think it's right. a little long in tooth. I don't know. I, I feel sprightly. Mm. I, fe- I feel okay. bigger. Damn. I like that. Uh, maybe I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Vigor. That's the word of the week. Vigor. Ooh, there, there we go. Dennis, I got to apologize. We're recording late today because uh, fucking Netflix, they uh, they they had another live show, a uh, recap fucking of this, uh, this reality show, and uh, they were an hour behind, and that really fucked me over, and then I'm really sorry that we're starting this bad boy super late because of Netflix. I'm blaming them and my ability Netflix? to want to watch this thing live. Bastards. Um, but luckily this week, there's nothing I want to talk about that's on Netflix. So I can say fuck Netflix. Your movies came right. from Netflix, but I think they're like more Twitter or, or Amazon. Uh, Twitter. Uh, I watch uh, all my movies Amazon. on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time before Twitter gets in the movie space. Elon really loves his in movies. Thirty second increments. I will watch a ninety minute film. That's that's Doobie's how it back, works now. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, please no. Uh, it's funny to see these oh, Tubi yeah. movies stitched together into 65-minute features now on other dude, streaming dude, they, they did that. They, they totally do. Uh, they they, they yes. did that with the Kevin Hart uh, Die Hard, which apparently last week got its own second season, and it did so good, they're like, we're giving you a third season already. They did that with Reno 911. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's like, why didn't they just do that in the first place? Nobody wants to watch your 10 to 15-minute segments. Come on. I think Kids don't even pay attention to that. No, no one pay t- pays attention to that. <laughs> That's why they flop so bad. It's the magic uh, number in the short film festival as we run, you folks. Oh, um, like worldwide and international, Dennis. You want to you want to talk about that now? You want to get into that dirty little you know secret what? stuff? Right you know here? what? Do it. Let's do, do it. What? Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Do it. This is it. yet again another season of Movie Toast the Festival, folks. Um, we would love to see all of your short films. Let's let's get them in, please. I we've always had a great turnout in the previous uh, couple of years. We have a lot of fun, not just putting the festival together for you guys but the actual premiere has always been a great time i don't know maybe it's just me but the uh we've got some positive reviews to to stout uh the stout stout that's not a fucking word (laughs) what what is that to to, to boast to boast yeah there you go let's let's go that way to tout in front of i I think i know the word you're talking about yeah let's let's, my mind either i yeah i don't i don't i don't like what i said but what you said was way better yeah it was mediocre. Dude, a couple of days ago on, on Facebook, someone came at me hard, like, why would I enter a digital online festival? And I'm like, why would you? And then I put a very succinct fuck you to them. And it was like, yeah, that felt good, motherfucker. Here's yeah. why, bitch. And I was very nice about it. I'm like, well, here, man, it might not be for you, but it's for some other cats. I don't know, here's some reasons. Fuck you. I win. 
It's, it's a very, we're still yeah. getting submissions. Exactly. And we're still getting the love. I'm digging these shorts, dude. We got stuff from all around the globe once again. I love it. Um, but where where do they go for that stuff? That is on filmfreeway.com. Go search Movie Toast, the festival. That's right. It, it'll be in some, some big cappy letters. Watch out. Yes. Wow. All right, Dennis. So uh, let's get into one of my favorite parts of the show. Oh. Where, as I like to call it, everyone's least favorite part of the show besides me. Apples. Apples. You say no to the polls or the least? No to the least favorite thing. We we got rid of the quote unquote least favorite thing, even though it was one (laughs) of our favorite segments. Um, I'm still. We got rid of that. This is probably the least favorite because if this is the least favorite, that means the reviews the least favorite. That means we should just give up. Come on, stop talking. (laughs) Uh, We love that jingle. Up first, uh, last episode, I reviewed the uh, Zaf Braff written and directed film, Stuff. A Good Person. Zach Braff. Not Zaf Brannigan. Oh, and I wanted to know uh, what the Toasties thought, uh, what, what, what version of Zach they liked the most out of uh, actor, writer, director, or podcaster. Ooh. And, Good question. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, zero, zero uh, <laughs> for actor, writer. Oh, wow. Three for podcaster. <laughs> 67 for director. I really thought actor or writer would be up there. But podcaster, man, that comes in 33. Do you think uh, he would be disappointed with that result? <laughs> I don't know, man. He he does his podcast with his best friend and watches his show right. that he fucking was on for years. He's, he's got to make some, some good money on that. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah, he puts his whole life in work. I, I don't I don't know. I don't think the guy's hurting. I, I can relate right. on the podcast aspect because, you know. I kind of sh- I keep showing up for the same thing. It's fun. Sure. I we like don't make it. money. It's a I good like time. Him. Well, no, we're, I mean, well, we, we're also we not prime whole... time fucking TV stars. So well, we, we were up for Emmys. for a month. He makes in like a minute. Oh boy, he, maybe he can he he can fart <laughs> and and make our fucking monthly salary in the amount of time it takes to release the methane. True, because of the True. amount of episodes of Scrubs floating around. The Once planet banger, at that time. Always a banger. That's, Can't go wrong. Hey, I, I hope he hears that. I hope Zach, Mr. Braff, join us sometime. I know yes, you're a. Please do. I'll do I, I heard him on another listener. film podcast the other day, and he was oh. uh, he was having a good time just talking shop about filmmaking. And I was like, damn, this guy sounds legit. Not a pretentious snob. Like, he well, really, hey, we'll have you, man. Yeah, come, come join us. Over. Talk CB, about your favorite films. What am I going to call you? Yeah, please. Up next, uh, you and I both uh, talked about the, <laughs> and by talked about, I mean reviewed the Apple TV Plus film Tetris, starring yes. Taron Egerton. And I wanted to know uh, what uh, the, the Toasty's favorite uh, Taron film is out of Kingsman, Eddie the Eagle, Sing, and Rocket Man. I'm going to tell you, Dennis, three-way tie for zero, 100% for one. Oh, shit. I've like only, all, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I've kind of only seen one of those, other than the <laughs> reference <laughs> well, title. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's like Rocket Man was mm. wonderful, but I wish I saw the rest because I know you spoke highly of Eddie the Eagle. So, 
Eddie the Eagle is good shit, dude. But uh, Kingsman is fantastic. I would I would see the first two Kingsman oh, films. Yeah. Not the prequel. Fuck the prequel. And Sing is a delightful uh, children's film, <laughs> which I'm not a child, but I was delighted by it. So fuck that. Uh, no, you, your, your instinct is right. 100% for Rocket Man. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of shocked. I really thought some other films would get some love there, but fuck it. It doesn't matter. Uh, after it. that, uh, I'm going to go with the, I uh, reviewed the new... Ben Affleck film Air, and I wanted to know what the Toasty's favorite brand of sneakers were out of Nike, Adidas, Converse, and another brand. You, you got a favorite? Converse. I, I, I've always been All partial right. to some Converse, I will say. Fair enough, fair enough. I've had what some cool you? Converses in the day. Uh, I don't know, dude, you know, it's weird. I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a fucking Skechers kind of guy. They got some nice oh, like, go. slip-on yeah. shoes. I dig There's some Vans, but uh, I like. Vans I, got good slip-ons. I, I'm more uh, Vans got. Well, they're more not not the comfort that I'm looking for though. Oh, I'm not okay. a skater guy, but I mean I'm more of a flip-flop guy and I'm more of an Under Armour flip-flop guy. Yeah, so dude. Oh my god, I have indoor and outdoor Under Armour I'm, slides. I got multiple pair. Yeah, I'm. I gotta replace though, the style. A pair. I love. The 3D Air. I, I went to go buy a new pair the other day oh, at uh, In Between God. Films. I went to uh, Kohl's because I'm like, oh, there's a Kohl's here at the theater I'm, I'm next to. And it's like fucking the type that I like the Air. They're being discontinued in for yeah. this newer version. And I don't like it. They want to charge you more. Little, like, yeah, well, not even that. It's not as I felt like I was walking on clouds before. And now there's like dots on the bottom of the shoes. Oh, really fuck. Have to the, yeah, no, it's, it's um. I, I think I know what you're talking about because you kind of have to wait for like a rhythm. Cause I, I wait for those mm. too. They release them like a, a pattern and it's huh. just like the season. You have to wait until the next time they do the whole but, padded uh, soul slide. No, cause I, but I it do, worked. No, because same thing. the, the ears, the ones that I like, the ones that I get that I have now three or four pairs of are fucking on sale. Normally like, 30 bucks. I got 20 bucks on these bad boys. Oh, Amazon, dude. Face. You got to look at on these things at Amazon. No, no, no. At Kohl's. At Kohl's, man. They no, were on sale. You got to pick Kohl's. the weird color patterns. Yeah, I've got pink camouflage. I, I got a weird one. Dude, I... All right. That was on my, my list because there was oh, big ones. I asked for those for <laughs> Christmas. I didn't get them. But uh, I normally just the black with the white Under Armour logo. But now I switched it up. I got like a tan with white speckles on it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying something new. Yeah, but I did want these uh, pink ones because they were pretty dope. I got the, yeah, no, I got uh, these fucking weird pink camouflage ones, and they were because they were they're cheapest because they were crazy. But look at this. Oh my god, we're talking about. Hmm. You know what? This is uh, salty slides. <laughs> now you, you've tuned Ooh, in for folks. I like that. Um, I like that. I no, I, I love that shit. But, uh, but uh, sorry, so 8% for another brand, so that's me. 17% for Converse, which is you. 17 for Adidas, and a 58% for old Nike. Yeah, that makes I sense. I guess that's not a surprise. That's the yeah. crowd pleaser. That's the creme de la creme. But I mean, if you I watch this Nikes. movie, they weren't always the kings. I got some Nikes, too. I love Nikes. Yeah, My, uh, yeah they're, they're, they're good. Um, all right. Um, I'm sorry I'm rushing things along here, Dennis. Uh, mind if I yeah. get into uh, to a review? Start us oh. off in the old reviews. Let's go, man. All right, all right. Wait, are you going first or am I? Because I guess I am because I just said it. But I, I, I think you answered your own question. You got the first movie. Okay. Go ahead, man. You're going first. Fuck me. All yeah. right. You know what? what? Do you got? What's number one? I'm going to start back on the timeline of earliest review here. Um, I, I did some comedies this week, Adam. 
I, I did some, oh. uh, classics in some people's minds that I just so happened to miss. Sure. Either I watched them on cable and they were chopped to bits, or I've only seen a few scenes and I get the references. But you know what? I haven't experienced the full flavor of what there is to offer. So my first review. Gotta get those nooks and crannies. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel. I want to feel the entire the entire sensation, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know. You just do what. Oh yeah. <laughs> My first review is Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! What is a nerd? (laughs) (laughs) There's a roommate, pal! I'm not kissing a nerd. You know karate? Uh, No. Good. I know what we're gonna do. Their action tonight demands an immediate retaliation. How many cameras do we have left? This should do it. Oh, oh. here she comes. Go up, go up. Oh, no. Oh. That nerd saw me naked. <laughs> nerd! Are all nerds as good as you? I drink to that. Yes, that's right. The ninth. Now they're going to say Revenge of the Sith. Classic. Oh, you know, that's just as likely on this show, let's be honest. But uh, it is not uh, Star Wars Day quite yet. Uh, okay. All or right, we've, we're about to roll over it by the time this airs. No? No. Um, it's coming. It's approaching. It's, it's, it's coming we're, fast. We're getting there. We're getting there. Anywho, yeah. tell me about the nerds. So my first experience with these dorks, um, was 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 quite the experience. Now I was familiar with some of the cast. You get the Robert Carradine. Um, you got Curtis Armstrong up in there. Ted McGinley. I was laughing hysterically when I was just like, "Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> married with children, neighbor." Um, but uh, what I didn't, which he he's killing it on that Jason fucking Siegel show on Apple TV Plus. Does not look like he aged a day, really. Maybe a little more weight, but he still oh, looks shit. Still looks neighborly. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Killing it. The the one I did not catch on, I, I think we got halfway through the movie before I turned to Val. I'm just like, you know what? This guy looks really familiar. I feel like I've seen him a lot. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I didn't realize was oh, yeah. in goddamn Top Gun until I like, paused it and stopped. It's like, what the fuck was he in? Oh, okay. Yes, I have seen his face <laughs> hundreds of times. Um, <laughs> but the cast alone was already interesting. What what got me was it's moving at a really solid pace. For I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. The era of the movie came out. Um, there's a lot of things that are kind of high octane, just things that move at a certain run, I guess. And they establish, oh, we're kids going to college. Oh, we're getting driven to college. Oh, we we find our apart our our dorm room. We're getting kicked out of our dorm room. It moves at a really solid pace. So these this group of nerds. <laughs> get kicked out of their dorm rooms because the football players need a place to, to stay because they burned down their own fucking frat house. And th- that's Classic. the setup for the rest of the movie and that everyone's kind of getting back at one, one of another back and forth. At first, it starts off innocent enough. And after a while, by today's standards, it gets a little uh, questionable. But I, what's funny is between this and Animal House, Every other college movie that's ever been made comes from these two movies. It's uh, there's no questioning 
that the root of old school and I don't know, road trip was referenced. And there's so many other movies that reference so many things that just come from this movie and uh, animal house. It's funny that it's like, okay, I get it. What, as you're watching the film, as scenes go by, you're like, okay, I'm catching this reference and that reference. And I'm starting to see all of the influence this has had. Uh, Not all of it has aged very well, but if you, if you can forgive it, there are some things to be valued. Like they are the, uh, frat house that takes in the the gay the proud gay kid that's and it, they never really draw that much attention to it other than he, he he gets more ass than the rest of them they're they're trying to bring chicks home and he's the only one who's like getting laid on a regular basis um hell yeah so it kind of reminds me of the nostalgia of like freshman year college and i kind of like that first exposure to just like feeling like you're kind of getting introduced out into the world and you're standing up for yourself. And that was great. And like I said, not everything ages so great, but to be honest, I appreciate the influence. I appreciate the performance from the cast, to be honest. It was a great time. I really liked it. Uh, just nice. for pure nostalgia factor and the influence it's had, I will heavily say that has influenced my review. Revenge of the Nerds, I will give three slices. It was uh, it's worth watching if you haven't ever. But I will say there are some things you should take into consideration coming into it because there's some disgusting characters sure. based purely on, you know, the time the movie was made, and we wouldn't do these things mm. these days. Or they're felonies. Let's put it that way. So I will leave it at that. Dims were the days, Dennis, <laughs> where people had no standards. <laughs> Golden walls, looking to see what we can see. No, thank you. No, thanks. No, thank you. All right. How many stars? Where'd you find it? Slices, I mean. Stars with the first star. Slices, Hulus. We, uh, you, you, you can watch it on the Hulu if you're looking for a place to watch Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Um, but nice. go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. I think it's worth your time. Nice. That's that's not bad, Dennis. Uh, I got a, I got a, a new anime feature film called Suzumi.
Uh, this this is uh, it might not be known by a lot of people, but this uh, writer director named uh, Makado Shinkai. I'm saying his name probably wrong, but uh, over the past couple of years, I think uh, he's had some phenomenal animes that he did. That I think I, I've done both of them on the show. Nah, one of them came out in 2016, so I didn't. Uh, this uh, great one called Your Name. Uh, then another one I did do on the show called Weathering with You. Uh, this guy just has beautiful animes, like they're luscious and vibrant. Oh, nice! I Up love beat, that. Also, pack a little heart, pack a little action. Uh, this one is about a uh, a young girl. Uh, she's uh, on her way to school one day, and a mysterious traveler goes by and asks uh, if she has some directions to uh, ruins. She's like, ruins? What the fuck? I mean, there's like a a town that like nobody's gone to in years, and uh, he's like, ah, right, cool, I'm going there. Which way is it? She's like, go over this way. He's like, all right, I'm going to look for this door. And she's like, all right, have fun. And she's going to school, and she's like, I kind of want to know what's going on with that guy. He's a hunk. All right, she didn't say that, but that's implied. <laughs> I like and it. So she goes back, and, like, there's this, like, whole beautiful, like, landscape, this whole area that's, like, uh, in ruins, of course. And there's in the middle of nowhere is this door just standing in the middle of, like, this, like, watered area. And she walks over to it. She opens it. She sees, like... Almost looks like the universe. And so she kind of goes through it. But on the other side, now it's like just back to where she just was. And then she walks through it again. seeing the universe. Same thing. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She's like, whatever. And uh, she doesn't think much of it. She's like, all right, whatever. This is cool, whatever. And she finds this little stone on the ground that she lifts up. And then it like thaws. And something like just runs into the distance. Okay. It's like a creature. We find out later that it's a cat. But, uh. And she says, whatever, fuck it. She goes to school. She leaves that door open. The door was closed when she got there. And then later on, she's at school, and she sees coming from that distant area she was at, like, some smoke or something. And, like, as this is happening, there's, like, an earthquake happening. And uh, she sees, like, this this long, creepy red thing come out of nowhere that we later find out is this gigantic worm. And she's freaking out, and her friend's like, what's wrong with you? We don't see shit. She's like, you don't see that? And so she then rides back to the fucking place and, like, finds our guy, the hunk that was there, like, trying to close the door, and he's having a hard time because the, the fucking worm's powering through it, busting through. And so she kind of helps him close the door, and we find out that he is a guy called the Seeker. He kind of goes throughout Japan. There's all these doors, and if they're open, this fucking creature comes over, and he wants to take over the world and whatnot. And uh, as as she's uh, she brings him back to her place to kind of because he got cut, so she wants to like kind of stitch him up a bit. Uh, cat, the cat that ran away pops out of nowhere and starts speaking in English. I guess Japanese. Oh, if you're watching, I saw the dub version, and she's like, uh, "Suzumi, I, I I thank you for freeing me." And she's like, "What?" And she doesn't know what's going on. And then the guy, the cat says something, and the guy it disappears and becomes a talking chair, like this tiny little what chair the, the girl had as a young. As a young girl, it's a three-legged chair. The guy becomes that, and he's like, "Oh shit, dude! I gotta, I gotta catch that cat to find out what happens in this talking." So it's essentially her running after the, this talking chair. They form a bond and relationship, kind of, as she goes around trying to help him close the door. And uh, she's kind of like an orphan. She lives with her aunt, and like she accidentally gets on a boat following the uh, cat, and she has to 
she's essentially now going to spend the night on the boat going to this town. Her aunt's freaking out. And, like, she's now going all around closing doors. They're trying to follow the cat to get the cat to turn the chair back into a guy. And uh, it's just, uh, it's an interesting, I know I'm not giving it justice the way I'm talking. It's just really weird. Like, I knew nothing about it, but I went to this anime convention a couple weeks ago and I saw the trailer for it. And uh, it just, uh, like, I'm like, what? It's a fucking chair and a girl and they're bonding. The guy's a little older. She falls in love with the chair. And, like, we're seeing the generosity. She's meeting people that are helping her along the way. And nobody understands what she's doing. She can't say I'm talking to a chair and I'm going <laughs> right. these portals. Yeah, it's an interesting film. It's a limited release, I think, right now. But uh, if you can check it out, uh, I'd say check it out. It's good. I, I only saw it on a regular screen, but I guess it's also playing in IMAX. That would be beautiful. I was going to say, yeah, this is actually playing in IMAX down the street, like down in uh, Woodland Hills. I would I would check that out if I had a chance. Nice. Um, and uh, the, the it's not like I know some animes have like big voice cast. Uh, the, the, the main girl, Suzumi, is played by, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the show Superstore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's yeah. one of the, the the young girl characters, Cheyenne, the one that becomes pregnant. Oh yeah, she's great, and her voice lends perfectly to this character. Like I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty good. Oh, that's bit. awesome. Um, and I don't know the other cast, but it, it's uh, I know a lot of people like watching their shit dubbed. I'm just too lazy to read sometimes. <laughs> no worries. I mean, subtitle, obviously the dub. But uh, yeah, they're both playing out there. I'm gonna give uh, Suzumi. I'm gonna give it. Uh, Three slices of the toast. It's All a right. fun watch. Uh, not the best anime, not the worst, but uh, definitely worth the watch. I think. Uh, there you go. Up next, uh, I I got a, I got a movie uh, starring Owen Wilson called Paint. Our goal is pretty simple. I want to help you get what's in here and just splash it onto there. Don't worry, it's not rocket science. It's harder. Thanks for going to a special place with me. Carl. Narkel. Cut it. That tree is probably too tall. Yeah. Brace yourself, you are going to get some calls. Mr. Nargol, it is an honor to meet you, sir. Wait, what's going on? Hi, friends, and welcome to Paint with Ambrosia. It takes paint to a whole new place. And it's been a lot of places. Good night, everyone. I have never seen him that mad. Don't let fame bring out the worst in you. A real man never looks back. These new tote bags. It's only because yours weren't selling. You're lucky I'm an artist instead of a woman who says really mean things to other women. You were an artist. A real artist follows his heart. My Uber is here. I don't know what that is. It's goodbye. How's everything going? Awesome. What's the image tucked away in your brain that makes your heart ache and your soul feel like it's going to burst? Carl is one-dimensional and very sexist. You know I don't care what people say about me. Yes, Burlington. Carl stole my newspaper. Yes, we're aware that Carl is stealing newspapers. Please hold. This is kind of like a spoof on uh, everyone's favorite uh, painter. 
and PBS uh, legend Bob uh, Ross. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, he has been uh, doing a PBS Vermont show locally, painting for, I want to say, about 20, 30 years. He's a legend in the town. He's a big ladies' man. And uh, <laughs> he's always been drawing the same mountain, and nobody knows why. He draws different versions of the same mountain. But people love his show, but unfortunately, this PBS is kind of uh, going belly up, and, 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 and they're not getting the ratings or the money that they need anymore. So they bring in a young artist to try to kind of spark a little bit of like, all right, so we'll keep the audience watching the, this old guy, but we'll bring in a young audience by bringing this, this young hip girl in. And it uh, leads to his demise. He, he ends up losing his job, kind of goes on a, a bit of a, uh, I guess, a midlife crisis. Oh, and shit. Uh, okay. it, it's just sad to watch. And uh, it's interesting to watch. And it has an interesting cast. You got Owen Wilson. Uh, you got fucking uh, M- Michaela Watkins. Um, fucking uh Wendy M- uh McCoven Covey and 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 my my favorite uh, because I've been working on King of the Hill uh, Bill Dotree uh Stephen Rude yes. runs the runs the show and I just can't help but just picture Bill the whole time but uh it's an interesting ensemble and like just watching like this guy who was on top of the world loses like kind of sanity a bit to I don't know. It's it's kind of sad. It's beautiful, and like it has a very distinguished look to it. Like it, it almost has like an old school vibe to it. Not old school, the movie, but like it, it like there, there's flashback scenes that are kind of foggy and like shot a little bit differently. And it definitely has. It, I guess the the style. It kind of reminds me of like a Napoleon Dynamite, but instead of being <laughs> okay. set in like the instead of being set in like the, the the Texas or wherever, we're in Vermont, so it's a little rainy and gloomy and it, it's a fun watch uh it's not the best movie in the world but if you like bob ross and stuff like that it's definitely worth a check out it's playing in theaters now uh might be on vod i'm not too sure to be honest with you but uh i'm gonna give paint starring owen wilson i'll give it two and a half leslie toast okay uh it's an hour and 35 minutes and i feel like it's just the right amount of time not too much not too little just get in get out get what you need wow. not wasting my time yeah, of course we don't get a wow, and you pick you it. picture a guy drawing stuff, being like, "Wow, look at Mount!" Uh, wow, look at that! It. Damn it! Really? Oh, yeah. that's just, you know yeah. what? Never mind. Zero slices. I haven't even seen it. Zero slices. <laughs> I think he's retiring the wow, and it kills me. Ah, um, man! But I'll give you. Yeah, it's been a couple of movies since I've seen the wow, man. I'm sad. I'm, I, I I miss me it. But maybe he's saving it for the right time. You can't just throw around yeah. the catchphrase. <laughs> um, up next, I got the uh, new Russell Crowe film, The Pope's Exorcist. Father Gabriele Amort. On the night of June 4th, you performed an exorcism. That was not an exorcism. The majority of cases do not require an exorcism. 98% I recommended by him to doctors and psychiatrists. The other 2%, I call it evil. We have more questions for you, Father Mort. You have a problem with me. You talk to my boss. 
depot. There is a case that needs your attention. Bring me the priest. I'm here to help Julia. Wrong priest! Take caution. There are secrets buried there. He's about to conceal. The church has fought against this demon before. The Vatican covered it up. We need to find out why. You've been played. You talk to fate. Whatever you do, you only do because God allows it. Did he allow that? Imagine what could happen if the devil possessed the soul of the Pope's exorcist. Who will defend you? My faith does not require defense. Well, this is essentially what you would imagine it to be, Dennis. Uh, uh, it takes place, apparently it's based on a true story and a true person. Yeah, okay. Hmm. I believe that. Um, so uh, it, it's back in like the 70s or 80s. Um, the Pope has a go-to guy for exorcisms. He's like the bad boy of the Vatican. Like, people want him to lose their job because they don't believe in this shit. But the Pope, he knows. He fucking knows what's up and some other fine folks at the Vatican. and uh, But he ain't your regular fucking priest, man. Sure, he does the exorcisms, but he's a bit of a goofball. Like, he'll make nuns laugh. Uh, oh, no. He fucking has a good time. He tells jokes. Um, he, the, my favorite part of the movie is, uh, I haven't gotten the plot, but I'm going to tell you, <laughs> watching fucking Russell Crowe drive around uh, Italy on a Vespa. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Seeing that man on a Vespa is great. And then, and then it gets better because uh, it's about uh, this this widow and her two children. One is like a mute. He, he was in an accident with his dad and his dad died. He saw his dad died, so he stopped talking. And, uh, and their, their teenage, his teenage sister, they, they inherited a house in, uh, in Spain. And the house is kind of haunted. And uh, so they call the kind local... Priest and he's like, we got to get someone else here, and they they call in Russell Crowe because he's the best of the best. But when he gets there, you see him riding the Vespa. Like, I'm sorry, did he ride a Vespa from fucking Italy? Your, your confidence I don't know just how the fuck like, that works. Went down a few notches. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. And then and then then after he does it, he's like, I gotta drink some alcohol. It's like, yeah, you do, buddy. It's <laughs> oh man, it's it's it, it's it's silly. So so the boy, the young boy who doesn't speak, is possessed, and he specifically wants to get this Pope's exorcist there because he wants to then take over his body to sure. then spread the evil through the Vatican. But nah, man, fucking nah, no. man here, fucking Gabriel Armerth. We're gonna call him Gabe. Gabe ain't down for that shit. Gabe don't fuck around. And uh, he has a little sidekick. The, the, the Spanish priest is a sidekick who's never dealt with this, but he's, he's, he's along for the ride. Um, it's, it's 
gritty. It's dark. It has sexy lighting. It's a darkly lit film. The Ooh. set design is sexy, oh, nice. dude. Like, like they're in a dilapidated like mansion, and it just is eerie. We're in the catacombs of okay. it. Like, it's just dark and spooky. And it's it has cool camera movements. I had zero zero hope for this movie. If this was any other movie, I probably wouldn't have seen it. But I'm like Russell Crowe. I guess I haven't seen him doing Exorcist. Fine, I, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. And I was happy I did because it, it, like I, it, most of these guys, they take it too seriously. But like I said, he fucks around and right. he even jokes around with the fucking demon. The demon tries being serious and he gives the demon joke answers. <laughs> uh, I so like I don't know. It, it's not a fantastic film, but. It's 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 a ride, and like by the end they kind of set it up. I don't want to. Uh, I just get they're setting you up for a franchise, oh. and the way it ends, it kind of reminds me of like a Men in Black style thing. And I'm like, I'm down for this, man. I shouldn't be, but I am. We dude. are the more of this shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's playing in theaters right now. The Pope's Exorcist. Eh, you know, <laughs> that's the tagline. It's all right. <laughs> I'm going to give it two slices of toast. Okay. Um. Um, sticking <laughs> with the classic comedy theme, I, I went a little bit later. I'm talking about the 1997 comedy classic, Beverly Hills Ninja. In the secret clan of the ninja, there is a legend that foretells a foreign child will come among them and become a ninja master, unlike the world has ever seen. They believed this was the child. They were wrong. Now, Hello? a mysterious stranger needs his help. I must go to the hills of Beverly, find Sally Jones and save her. Goodbye, everyone! You're going with him. No, please. Anything but that. <laughs> he must return to the land of his birth. What are you doing here? I have come many miles and now travel disguised as a pimp to help you. And use the ancient teachings of the ninja. You're a ninja? You know, I took a few karate lessons myself. I mean, I'm not as advanced as you. I'm what you might call a tangerine belt. To seek out the truth. I am preparing one of our greatest ninja tools, the Laughing Mushroom. Family is a killer! Wow. He killed her sister! <laughs> and through to the world. I am one with the universe. I am one with the universe. No, I am not! That he is the Great White Ninja. My identity must remain secret. I cannot reveal it to you. Why not? Because I would then have to kill you. TriStar Pictures presents a film that puts the mortal back in combat. Chris Farley. I am a trained master in each of the weapons of battle. Man, that was dope! Beverly Hills Ninja. What a fool I was. Yeah, I know. There was a few other movies that came out in 97 that were a little bit of a bigger deal, but this is one that was kind of a staple in Chris Farley's career. We're talking about a film directed by Dennis Dugan, and if you aren't quite familiar with this guy, 
worked at Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Oh, you big Sandman movie. Yeah, all, all the big Sandmans. This, this is this is the guy. This is the guy. Um, this is a story about a supposed, and I hate the setup because it's just like, oh, of course, we, we got to have the hero be like the white guy that shows up in Japan to like be the greatest ninja ever. Um, some scroll that claims a, a white foreigner is going to come be the greatest master they've ever seen. And this baby survives a boat crash that is raised in this like ninja camp in Japan that, huh, as you can see, it's enthusiastic. Um, it turns out it's Chris Farley, obviously. And we, we get to this situation where this woman's asking for help and blah, blah, blah. turns out it's uh it's a, it's all a scam. It's someone who's trying to pull something over fake counterfeit bills are being printed and uh, they ne he needs the rest of the plates to print the other half of the bills. He thinks the woman who got him into the job is like trying to pull one over on him and <sighs> the story is kind of garbage. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's, it's The story is not great, but that's not why you're here. It's the shenanigans. We're trying to see what Chris Farley is doing, all the ridiculous stuff that he does. We're trying to see... Uh, Nicolette Sheridan on screen. We're trying to see the, the few scenes that Chris Rock is showing up. Um, we get uh, Soon Tech O. If, uh, you may not be familiar with the name, but the guy has been in a shitload of American television. Like, a bunch of episodes of MASH. That's where I recognize him first. But, like, a lot of primetime American TV shows from, like, the 80s and 70s. It was all over that shit. Uh, Robin Shu. If you don't know that name, you need to go rewatch some Mortal Kombat because that is our our main man uh, playing Liu Kang. So I'd, I'd, there's some recognizable faces in the movie. You can have a good time kind of cruising around L.A., but it should never be taken seriously. It's it's very slapstick. It is though. A fun example of what slapstick comedy can be at this time. They had a decent budget. They had some fun props. Uh, there's a few times where things kind of get away from them, and I couldn't help but notice some continuity issues in a few scenes. Like on the racetrack, you see like tire tracks way too often uh, ahead of where their car is driving over the horse track and dumb shit like that. But uh, I do have a fun time watching it, though. It's it. I, I kind of get why it's kind of referenced but you don't see it pushed too hard. It's not like the greatest Chris Farley thing ever. It's not Black Sheep. It's not, um, uh, oh my God, now I'm having, drawing a total blank, Tommy Boy. But it's, <laughs> it's you're getting the classic Chris Farley character. Uh, we've just seen it before. I think that's why it's not like the biggest sure. deal. Um, but in a way, it's crazy to think. It's kind of like the predecessor of the uh, panda, the kung fu panda. Yes, movies, no, we, uh, Val and I talked about that while we were watching. I was like, "Holy shit, this makes sense." Why kung fu panda was made? It's like this is what that movie was. It wouldn't surprise me if they started writing this while Chris Farley was still alive, much like the uh, whoa, whoa, the whoa, Shrek whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he was a Shrek. Yes, don't get, don't get in the way. There. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying it's like. You never know yeah, if, if they were. I mean, yeah. They had the yeah. one idea. They were just like, "Fuck, we can make him do anything," and we, we lost True. them too soon. But um, yeah, it, it's it was a fun time. Again, I uh, this is also on Hulu. But I'm going to give nice. Beverly Hills Ninja two and a half slices. Quite slapstick. You got to really be in the mood for this type of thing. But mm. I understand its place 
in American cinema. That's for sure. Not you a, know, not this a bad is a ride. film that I always say I'm going to rewatch, and uh, maybe I got to rewatch it since since you watched it's it. It's silly. It's fun. I'm going to give it a watch. Yeah. Speaking of silly and fun, Dennis, I'm going back to Italy for my next movie. We're going to stick with Italy for for another movie. Uh, I got a movie uh, starring uh, Tony Collette called Mafia Mama. I have terrible news. Your grandfather is dead. I don't even know him. They want me to fly to Rome tomorrow night. Kristen, what do you masturbate to? Italian cooking shows. You've masturbated this fantasy into existence. You have to go. What did my grandfather do? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. My dying wish is that you, my blood, take over the Balbano family. You know what? I am not a boss. By via. Especially not in a mafia kind of way. If the boss says you are the boss, you are the boss now. How are we supposed to appear strong when she is this? You can't run away from your destiny. Donna Balbano, and I brought a little something special for everybody today. Ta-da! I made muffins! <laughs> I've been here two days, and I've been almost murdered twice. That's one per day. I'm gonna need a lot more sex. Oh, me down. Yeah, it's exactly what you're expecting here, Dennis, for a movie called Mafia Mama. It's about this uh, American woman her son's just gone to college. She found out her husband's cheating on her. And she just got a call out of the blue from uh, her great-grandfather's, uh, or no, I guess her grandfather's uh, business partner, who's like, your grandfather's dead, and you got to come to Italy. We're go- we'll fly you out here to settle his his, uh, his estate. And she's like, okay. I thought my grandfather was dead. but And she's like, I can't go. And she's like, fuck it, I'm going to go. And she goes out there to find out her grandfather was really the head of a mob organization, and he was gunned down with most of his cart with most of his uh, his people. And now she has to settle his work, and uh, she has to become the new head of the mob. And she's against this because she's a pacifist, but she 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 uh, she starts warming up to the idea of doing this. <laughs> and while she's there, her main thing is she wants to go do an eat, pray, fuck. Which is her eat, pray, love, but instead fucking, and uh, and she falls in love with a guy who makes pasta while she's out there, and she starts a relationship pasta as she's fuck. as she's <laughs> yeah as she's uh starting to kind of come into her own, becoming this mob boss, and uh, she accidentally kills a bunch of people in the beginning, like <laughs> accidental killings, and these killings are fun. Like this movie has has bloody, gory action, and it also has very silly scenes, like. She has these two henchmen that are like her guards that follow her. They have some fun scenes, and it's just uh, it's it's a wholesome family kind of friendly movie with blood and action. It's rated R, so I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's said multiple times throughout the movie, and uh, oh, man, like uh, we, we, we see. <laughs> I I want uh, I, I want to say more about it, but I don't want to spoil stuff. It's it's a fun movie. I, I have say, zero you, expectations. You you have like. <laughs> 
piqued my interest. Now I very much would like to watch this movie. Her, her f- first kill on purpose was when uh, when this assassin's trying to kill her. He decides he wants to rape her first, and she's like, "Fuck oh, this!" Right. She kills him with with like a high heel shoe. Uh, she she goes for his his balls and his eyes back and forth, and when they find his body, is pizza oh. pieces of his his ball sack in his eyes. It's oh my it's god! Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. It's, it's, You're it's only selling me more and more. I'm just getting more invested. <laughs> uh, now. Oh boy. Um, it's it's a fun little ride. Nice. Uh, it's um. Uh, Done by uh this 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 director Catherine Hardwick. She did the uh, first Twilight movie. She oh, did yeah. Thirteen, Lords of Dogtown, Miss Bell. She this Shit. lady's been around for a bit, and, it. and it's a uh, Tony Collette's just having some fun with it, and uh, it's it's a fun romp. It's uh playing in cinemas right now. I'm gonna give Mafia Mama two and a half slices of toast. Uh, fun time. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Shit. Up next, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get animated for a bit and uh, oh. talk about. A uh, movie based on one of my favorite video game uh, franchises, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Just like you. Do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it? (laughs) Because I don't. Bowser is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. (laughs) I got this. No problem. Yes! Come on, Mario! Our big adventure begins now! Ah! Get it off! Get it off! Get it off! There's a huge universe out there. With a lot of galaxies. They're all counting on us. So this is, of course, Another origin story. It's been a while since we have a Mario Brothers movie. Uh, the Mario Brothers just quit their job <laughs> Quite a while. for Spike. Yeah, I mean, like 20, 30 years, I guess. Uh, you could call it that. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're, they're going out to become their own plumbers, handyman. And uh, they're not the best at it. And uh, one day they accidentally get sucked into a pipe, as one does, uh, underground <laughs> in Brooklyn. Did you or, get the sound? Uh, can we, uh no not necessarily i think you get a little orchestra of some of the music uh and as they're going like 
Luigi's freaking out. Mario's like, everything's going to be fine as long as we're good. But they get split up. Luigi gets sent to like the, the Netherland or the Dark Land or something. Mario gets sent to the Mushroom Kingdom. And this becomes a movie of Mario has to get his brother back. And we find out that, uh-oh, the Dark Land or whatever they call it is, is held by the craziest villainous guy known to mankind, or I guess Toadkind or whatever kind you are, Bowser. And uh, Bowser does eventually kidnap him. Uh, and we find out that at the same time, Princess Peach's kingdom, the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, she finds out Bowser's on his way. And she's like, we got to stop him. Let's get help from the Kong. So then it becomes she wants to go get the help from the Kongs and Mario wants to get his brother. So they go on the quest to find the Kongs. They got to fucking get them on their side to essentially save Luigi, save the mushroom kingdom. But we find out on the flip side, Bowser, he's, he's I mean, he's the evil guy. He's, he's sacrificing and killing people and whatnot, but he, he's only going to the mushroom kingdom to ask for, uh, for fucking uh, Peach's hand in marriage. And he's just a big sweetheart. Um, but of course, they don't know that until the okay. very end. Yeah, um, and there's there's so many uh, video games thrown into one. You got your Mario Brothers. You got your fucking Luigi's Mansion. You got Mario Kart. You got Mario Odyssey. You got Smash Brothers. Uh, you got all these, and they're organically mixed in there together, and it works. And uh, like, okay. there's so many Easter eggs that you can pick up here and there. The score, some of your favorite scores from all those games are thrown in here. The, uh, masterly done. And uh, the one thing that I love uh, for a while, uh, when, I, when, I, when, when I went to New York Comic Con last year and Jack Black was premiering the, the trailer for the, the first trailer for the film, he said that Bowser's going to have, have, a, have, have a song in there. And it's like, oh, what's it going to be? And uh, by now, it's, it's, everyone's probably heard it. It's a song, uh, a ballad about him loving P uh, Princess Peach. And uh, it's just been blowing up. Yeah, right? okay. And it's written by uh, nice. by Tenacious D's uh, bass player, uh, John Spiker. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and it's, just, it's a fantastic song. It's like an airworm. It gets stuck in your head. It's And everyone's given a fantastic uh, performance. You forget that uh, Chris Pratt's doing the Mario voice. And well, his version of it, you kind of learned like it. The only weird thing is Keegan Michael Key's voice of Stowed is like synthesized and weird. It would have been cool to just hear his voice, but whatever. Oh, yeah, but it still works. It's it's adorable. It's action packed. I saw it twice opening weekend. I, I'll oh, probably shit. see it again another time or two. And when I'm at the movies, you're seeing like kids are loving it. The kids are saying "Mamma Mia" because they say it a lot throughout the movie, and like everyone's loving it. It's it's crushing at the box office. <laughs> it's it's a juggernaut, and it's only an hour and thirty two minutes, and it is in and out. I saw first time with my brother; he loved it. Saw so with my girlfriend; she loved it. I'm trying to convince my mom to go see it. I just don't want to be the only one nice. seeing it by myself. Uh, fantastic film, uh, Super Mario, the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give four slices of toast. Maybe my first season. It's fun romp ride. Nice, dude. It. I know it's not for everyone, but this definitely uh, bodes well for Nintendo getting more films. Up next, I uh, have the new uh, Nick Cage movie, Renfield. Sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, master! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers? Wouldn't even need to snap. Ah! Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. 
Yeah, what? Renfield. Bringing innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. And I just want a normal life again. But this modern world is a dangerous place. Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy with a decorative serving platter? It's all in the wrist. Let me explain. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No! No! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am Baracula. Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Now, let's eat. So this is about Dracula and his assistant years after they, they've been together for so many years. Now they're in modern day New Orleans. And Renfield is kind of feeling used and worn down. He's going to like uh, a codependency like group, trying to find a way to break free from from Dracula. Dracula and he he ends up falling, uh, Nicholas Holt's character, Renfield, end up falling in love with Aquafina. She's a cop who is uh, chasing down, like, kind sure. of a mafia drug lord uh, family. The, the the son, who's a shit, shitty guy, uh, played by uh, hmm. uh, Ben Schwartz. Uh, and because uh, the family killed her dad, so he's kind of helping her get at them. And Dracula ends up, Ah, well, Dracula is fucking with them. And like, it's a whole thing about him finding his own, coming to his own, breaking up with Dracula, Dracula not loving it. But it's gory. It's crazy. Yeah, written by uh, Robert Kurtman, the uh, creator of The Walking Dead. So you can kind of get oh, a vibe yeah. of that. Shit. It's a, uh, and it's uh, written by Chris McKay. So the, this guy was the director of the Lego Batman movie and the Tomorrow War. So it kind of has a little bit of each of that. It has comedy, it has action, it's gory, it has crazy visuals. Uh, Nick Cage is given a great performance. Uh, Aquafina's fantastic. Nicholas oh, Holt's fantastic. Ben Schwartz is great. Everyone's given a top-notch thing, uh, a performance nice. here. The story's fun. I, I could go for more of this. I, 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 I wanted more, of this, more action, more gore. And there's some crazy fucking scenes that I'm shocked they got to make. Fantastic film. I'm going to give <laughs> Renfield Three and a half slices of toast. Oh, uh, yeah, right now. yeah, nice, man. Yeah, check it out. Or well, not, shit, that, is a, that, that is a solid review. I, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't get to tag team Mario Bros. with you, but I have a feeling I will be seeing that in the near future. I, I, I'll be getting around to it. I know now it might not be your cup of tea, but we'll find out later on. It's, it's one of those, uh, like, I wasn't, you know, you always hold bated breath waiting to find out if the video game movie is going to be good, right? 
Yeah. And so this yeah. is one that everyone was kind of just like, well, it could go either way. And this is no I'd, Sonic. If, I didn't fall asleep. Had me on the edge of my you seat. You approve, man. Each time. I, uh, you have a high threshold, I will say. So I, I, yeah. I will take your recommendation highly. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to see Luigi's kind of a, a security cat and whatnot, but yeah, Charlie Day does it great. Fucking Jack Black does it great. Oh, awesome. Uh, everyone's fantastic. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, please give us a review over an Apple podcast. Uh, please follow us on our social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, at movie underscore toast. Check us out on Twitter, too. Stay toasty. This one is from my one and only true love, Princess Peach. Peach. You're so cool. And with my star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the Okay. Oh, man. I was concerned.